Hi everyone, I'm Jay Terry. Thank you so much for joining me again. This smokes the second episode of my podcast, Global Health Chronicles, Conversations from Around the World. Today we will be meeting with Chani and she's originally from France. I'm going to let her join and tell her story. Okay, this is Chani. She's going to be telling her story. So we can start with the basics of your name, your age, where you're born, and what school you're going to. Okay, so my name is Chani Jacquemont. Um, I am 17 years old. I was born in Fiumini, France, which is about like southeast. It's like two hours from Paris, I guess. Um, I'm a recent graduate of Cosby High School, and I'm off to Virginia Tech to study neuroscience and pre-med. Okay, that's really exciting that you're going to pre-med and neuroscience, which is really hard, so good luck. Um, what would you say your childhood experience growing up in France was like? Um, well, growing up, I mean, I like moved here when I was six years old, so a lot of my experiences growing up was here. But even when I was in France, it was like really different because I wasn't just in France. I moved across like to Germany or Switzerland or even Belgium like for some time. Like it was just like very like scattered. So I wasn't always just like focusing primarily in France. Like I went to school in Germany and Switzerland. But even like growing up, like a different like culture shock here is like just the sizing, you know, like over there, like it's like a lot smaller. Um, where here it's like huge. So even like my house, like over there was considered a bigger house, but it would like not compare to like a small house like here, you know? And like even there, like I was more towards the prairie. So I had a ton of lands, just cows. I could just like, I could literally go outside and just touch them. Or just like sheep or like even just like random like animals that I just wouldn't see here in my backyard. Like here I literally just see like birds or something over there. <laughs> so you have cows with like bells just like jingling or even getting like mail like delivered to you just like on like the bike boy. Like I don't know if you say like in movies, like that's like so true. Like when I was over there, like just kids, I would bike around, just like throw the mail like onto your driveway. Or even like the milkman, like every Sunday, we would just leave like glass jars outside and the man would come and like fill our glass jars like every Sunday with milk. So that's definitely different. Like that was my experience growing up over there, like that I can that I can remember it, but it's like not as it was over here. Right. That is a huge culture shock. The mailman, like that is such a dream in a kid's movie. And then also with the milk, like we would never have that here. It's just you go to your local Walmart or Target or Kroger's to get milk. Well, I know that you moved young, but I understand that you spoke with your father about some more deeper questions. So can you explain the current state of healthcare and like the place that you primarily lived in? Yeah, so um, I primarily lived in the prairie. It was like very like secluded, like it wasn't like a big city. But even then, like the doctors that we had over there, like the state of healthcare in our area was really well. Like, obviously, they're not like huge city doctors, so they wouldn't make as much at like doctors who lived in cities or even doctors who live here. Like, I know like, it's like my thing that people from all over the world come to the United States just like to study medicine here or work here, just because the income here is a lot higher than it is over there. But even then, like keeping that in mind like our doctors would still do like their best to care for you from like what I remember because I was always in and out of hospitals I was just like born with really bad asthma when I was little but like obviously like the expenses are a lot lower than they are over here 
and knowing that doctors over there just like in my area might not make as much as like big city doctors or any doctors like in general like they still provide like great patient care like the same care that you could get like just at a clinic here even though they make like almost three times less than like a doctor here would make. it is so like encouraging and like I'm grateful to hear that the fact that even though they don't make as much money as someone in the United States would, but they still are giving their best care. It is so nice to hear. Um, besides the fact that they were, I know that you said they were very helpful and the fact that their cost didn't matter for them, so I'm guessing that's a primary benefit, but there were any challenges that they faced living in the prairie considered and not being considered in the like, city? Yeah, so definitely a big challenge would be the amount of resources we had available. Like, um, over here, like, the big city doctors over there, like, they obviously had a lot more medical resources than we did back in, like, the prairie or, like, the country. So, obviously, like, if you wanted better care for, like, your child or any patient in general, you would seek to go to bigger, like, areas that had, like, bigger resources. So that is definitely, like a challenge that residents faced was even just like travel because we did a lot of walking in my area so like cars in France are not as like they're not as like typical as you see here like without a car in the United States you can't really do much because nothing is like walking distance like you can't just go down to the bakery and like get yourself some bread like you have to like drive over to like Kroger like Walmart wherever so definitely like the challenge would be the traveling just to get to bigger resources like bigger medical resources that you need right and that's kind of i feel like that's kind of you see that here almost with big big cases especially people in like small towns they would have to travel to like new york or california or like texas to get a really good look for something that's something super specific or something that is needed more care um since that was like a big benefit with the fact that they were always helpful no matter how much you needed. How else do you know if your healthcare is funded? Is it like public? Is it private? So our healthcare is primarily funded through governments like healthcare insurance. So the government cover, covers like a lot of it. Um, it's like, I guess it's covered a lot by the state too. Even when I was talking with my dad, it's like very like state covered or like um, just the area as a whole. So like patients themselves, they're not really encouraged to pay like for medical expenses like the government will cover for that obviously you still have like your like other costs that the patient has to pay but it's never been as high as it is here like i don't i'm not really familiar like, on like how healthcare would be funded here just because like i don't like i'm not really like into like money like that like obviously our parents manage a lot of that but i'm sure that like a lot of people here go into debt like even paying for medical expenses because it is really high so um I don't know if, like, the government helps a lot with that, but, like, over there, I know our government puts, like, most of their money into, like, the healthcare system and, like, education as well. So the patient, like, doesn't really need to worry too much about expenses. But even, like, though, like, it's not that expensive over there. So, like, just, like, funding-wise, like, is basically primarily the government. That's really nice to hear the fact that the government puts a lot of the money into education as well as healthcare. That way that no one has to really worry about the possibility of not being able to pay for something they really need. Um, since your country does like cover most of healthcare, would you say it prioritizes like preventative, primary and specialized care or specialized care? 
Yeah, so um, I know like as a whole, France doesn't really prioritize preventative care. We're more into like prescribed health care, like outpatient care, than like preventative. And like obviously we, like if we were to just like specialize more like in like preventative or any other care, like it'd be more towards the children. Like as a whole, like we focus a lot on like can- cancer screenings, like mammograms, like more like outpatient and preventative. If that makes sense. No, it does. Um. So with the like specialized care, it's mostly like just if I don't even know how to word it properly, but like with special, it's mostly like specialized in primary care, not really preventative. Um, were there any like social or economic differences that you, uh, influence healthcare? I know that you said that you lived in the prairies, so that I guess that would be a huge cultural difference. But there were any like economic differences that you faced? Um, I know for us, like economic differences wasn't really like a big, like it didn't really play like a big factor like into my life, just because we like I grew up really fortunate. But obviously, like, seeing, like, other neighbors or anyone, like, economic um, differences was a big part of it. Like, obviously, like, as stating again, like, in France, the healthcare isn't as expensive as it is, like, here. But even so, like, people still, like, struggle to pay for certain things themselves, apart from, like, the government helping you with all that stuff. Um, So, obviously, I would see, like doctors they might like favor people who are able to pay for their health care whereas like doctors like might not like pay too much attention to the people that aren't able to afford certain health care and like if you come to think of it like people who are like less like economically fortunate like i know like in my area like from like the beginning they might not have been able to afford certain organizations or certain things that they were like required to get to help like towards like against like diseases so in the future they would be the ones that would need even more like health care because they were always like, getting sick because earlier on they weren't able to afford certain types of things but then like again like since they still aren't able to afford like certain parts of the health care it was still a big challenge for doctors to like care for them because they didn't have the coverage they needed to get like the care themselves like, that they needed to cover what they didn't get in the past whereas like to get in the future so economic differences definitely a big part doctors definitely play like pay more attention to people who are able to pay for the health care they need so those people that can't are definitely pushed aside which i think is really unfair and just like whatever like health care you may be talking about were there any programs to help those who couldn't afford um proper health care um I mean, we did have, like, I know when I talked to my dad, he mentioned a lot about, like, either, like, anonymous programs. Like, obviously, people in France say, uh, like, everyone has access to, like, the government's, like, healthcare insurance, regardless of, like, what your income may be. Um, even if you make a lot, you still have, like, access to those programs that help you pay off those medical expenses. But for, like, like immigrants or people who might not be like fully registered into like the French healthcare system and aren't like available to get like the healthcare, like the government healthcare, like you know, like they still had programs where you could literally go into like private clinics and get like certain tests done, like to a certain limit, obviously, but like certain tests done like anonymously where they would just pay like 
like fully for that. So I guess that was like definitely like a big benefit and a program that helped. But overall, like once you get registered into like the fresh system, everyone has like access to like the government's healthcare insurance. That's nice that they at least tried to make a program for the anonymous and they would make it so that no one had to feel ashamed of the fact they couldn't afford it. Um, now that you live in the United States, do you see any differences between like U.S. healthcare versus where you lived before? Yeah, so in general, U.S. healthcare is a lot more expensive than it is elsewhere. Like I know, like here, a big social shock would be like, let's say, like paying for an ambulance. Like it's so much money just to pay for an ambulance, even if you're like having like an actual emergency. Whereas like if you're over there, like you don't really like you don't pay. For you need an ambulance it comes to get you but then when you're over there it's like oh like here's your bill like this is what you need to pay for like what you need to get so that's definitely like a big difference or even like just like the united states as a whole is a very big money game and i've like come to notice it with like a lot of people even just in like general like daily life like spending here is really huge people here like love shopping and they might go out to get like certain things that they possibly might not need and that's been like a lot like in healthcare like expenses are really high whether like they need or may not need to be like an EpiPen for example I know in France like I was like researching it it was like only around $100 whereas an EpiPen here ranges from like $650 to almost $800 which is insane because it's like the same product that you're getting it's just like marketing right that is scary to know how big of a, of a cost it is. The fact that it's so affordable in France and then here it's life or death. To Say like changes in attitude towards and, doctors. Um, I know there's like a lot of diversity when it comes to patients and some doctors aren't able to handle that. Like, you know, like obviously doctors here are really well, like the scientific part of medicine but they might lack in other things such as like social like um just social skills you know i've seen a lot of doctors who aren't able to like talk to patients directly so definitely something like like the is a change in that like doctors being able to fully like be direct with patients regardless of like where they're where they may be or even just like expect general like helping to cover costs for people are less fortunate because like even if places all over the world might be less expensive medical cost is still really expensive as a whole like if you think about it because you need so many resources just to get like what you need so that is definitely a big change that i see either like doctors like getting more social skills being able to talk directly towards patients and not focusing too much on like the sciences but also being able to talk to a patient have a direct conversation and being like able to make the patient feel comfortable as well as helping patients with low income. Yeah, and I hope that's gonna change with like the new generation coming and a lot of people now um, that are our age going to the medical field like you are. And I feel as that a lot of new people are gonna come in and I feel like we've seen a lot of different groups of people going up and that has made us more sensitive to others and make us more approachable and also more respectable to people who are different than us. 
Um, my last three questions are revolving around this some key components. So first we have, are there any misconceptions about the healthcare system that you come from that you would like to clear? Um, I'm not very familiar with a lot of misconceptions, but I know here, like, if um, you lose your job, people here are very prone to losing, like, their health insurance or their insurance, whereas in France, like, oh, because you lose your job in France, that's why you may lose, like, all, like, health care benefits. But that, like, but that is definitely, like, a big misconception France, like, regardless of, like, or regardless of like whether you're just like bankrupt or like you just lose your job, don't lose the health insurance that you have. Whereas like here, and I've seen it where like people may lose a job that like covered a lot of their like healthcare and like expenses, which is good because here like obviously jobs like care about your healthcare like plans. They have a ton of healthcare plans like that come with a job. Like let's say you take a job like in the healthcare field, you have a lot of like. You have like a lot of benefits when it comes to that because if you're in healthcare field here, you have a ton of benefits because they give you a lot of like healthcare coverage plans for you and your family. But then once you lose that job, then consider that healthcare plan gone as well. Whereas in France, you lose your job, even if you work for the medical field, you could lose your job, but you still have like full priority to your healthcare plan. So regardless of like income or anything, you'll always have access to that, which is something that people might not understand they may think like oh you lose your job you lose everything but there you lose your job you still keep like health insurance and health coverage that's so surprising to hear because i've heard like and i've talked to people who have lost their job and they've explained how difficult it was to find a job similar with the same benefits of healthcare they were getting prior but it's so relieving to hear that in france even if that does happen you still have all those benefits um, would you say like that makes a, like a successful hair care system or are there any other key components that make something so successful? Okay, definitely a key component that makes like healthcare systems like successful in general would be for all your team. You have to make sure that doctors are having really good education in the scientific parts. Like obviously you probably you probably wouldn't trust a doctor if like you didn't see like oh they graduated with their license. Like, I know, like, here, like, doctors have, like, a ton of, like, their diploma just hanging up on the wall. And, like, even though you might not know them, you know that they were smart enough to get that diploma, so you, like, trust them. So I guess, like, just being able to trust your doctors and your team, like, that's, like, definitely the start of it. Because, obviously, without doctors, without, like, PAs or nurses or anyone in the healthcare system, like, you wouldn't be able, like, there would be no healthcare system. Know. So, like, that's, like, a very key component to a successful healthcare system is knowing which doctors you're hiring, which doctors are coming in to work with you, like, how they work, how they're able to work medically as well as, like, independently and, like, as a team and as well as being able to communicate with people, you know, so that's very important. Obviously, successfulness, like, also depends on, like, income or, like, cost, like, being able to cover any expenses or just like availability because I know like so many doctors like if you take like let's say like a dermatologist for example like I want to be a dermatologist like I've just like been really interested into that but like to get an appointment this can take months even to schedule it you could get an appointment a year from now with like a good dermatologist so I guess like availability is something really strong to consider.
consider that I'd like to see also in the future because that sounds really hard to get appointments here. Or even you could go to like the ER and like they like prioritize like patients that could have come in first, whether like patients that need the most care. Like you could literally be sitting like with like a finger like about to rip off and you're like still waiting in the room, just waiting for doctors to become available. So I guess availability is definitely a big part of this successful healthcare system as well as just doctors in general, being able to trust the people who are giving you the care and being able to trust that they're going to like be there for you no matter what like your situation may be. I definitely agree with you on the fact with availability, it's it's hard to get a doctor's appointment right away with any place right now. It's also, I agree with you with the trust because without them trusting themselves with their own team, there's no way they can really give the best foot forward with healthcare. My last question is kind of like the opposite of that. Do you have any suggestions on how healthcare providers can actually address these health inequities? So anything that they can do to fix the mistrust from between patients and doctors? Yeah, so um, one big thing is like just going back to cost. I don't know if like a lot of people like are fully aware of this, but doctors, they don't control how much money like you're gonna like need to spend on their care you know like they're there to provide care so I guess like working on that is like being able like for people to know that doctors aren't gonna be like the one giving you the bill like they're there providing care so like inequalities like people may think that oh a doctor is not like doesn't like me because they just made me pay so much which like is like not fair, but also in general, like focusing back to the inequalities, doctors, like I know a lot of doctors who they favor other patients just because of where they may come from, or just like even like race in general, or, like diversity, which is something that is like completely not fair. Like I think that you need to like, or not you, but like just people in general, like in the medical field or when getting people into the medical field, they need to consider people from all backgrounds when coming into the medical field because obviously you might have some patients that are more comfortable having a doctor that understands them better whether like they speak the same language as them or like they just look like them or act like them or just like come from the same like background as them so definitely something that they can like have in the healthcare system too like kind of like go over these inequalities is being able to provide like classes I don't even know if this is possible but I'd like to see it in the future like Obviously, in medical school, most of your classes are very scientific-based. You have, like, your regular bios and chems and, like, any, like, focus towards medicine. But I wish they had classes that focused towards, like, the people part of medicine, you know? Like, because, obviously, doctors are really well at what they do, like, medically. But if you want to go over these inequalities, you also have to know that you have to teach these doctors how to deal with certain inequalities or how to deal with, like, certain people in their healthcare system because a lot of doctors go in into the field having no social skills whatsoever and that can lead to inequalities because they just aren't aware on like how to focus care towards certain patients instead they just like stick to their books and go like towards medicine and just like okay this is how we do in like one patient but obviously like this is how we're gonna do it with the other patients but if you come to think of it no one is the same and like there's like different like um nationalities or different like races like backgrounds and anything that like there might be different because they're not like 
say like white or like they're not you know like if that makes sense like obviously like the anatomy of a human is the same for the most part like some people are born but like the anatomy is the same so doctors here just think that oh because it's the same it's going to be the same for everyone but obviously you like need to come to think of it that like different factors play in just like as I was talking about like nationality race like anything so I wish like just in general to focus on these inequalities they need like there needs to be like certain classes or like in medical school like embedded into like the curriculum just like on how to focus on like not the scientific part but like the psychological part so yeah I don't know how else to explain that but like if that makes sense like there needs to be just I definitely get there definitely needs to be some like basic training with bedside manner and how to approach different ethnicities and also like nationalities and just different people in general because that is kind of exactly your point everyone is like biologically the same but we are all going to be reacting differently to different um, responses and also we have to figure out how to properly care for everyone not just because you think doing it on one person is going to make it right for everyone you have to adjust for everyone i think that was my last question so um it was great it was great talking with you it was great to hear your perspective and i wanted to thank you again because i know it's definitely hard to schedule a time but yeah thank yeah. you so much thank you so much it was nice talking with you have a nice day all right that was the end of my second episode of my podcast global health chronicles conversations from around the world it was so exciting to meet with cheney and talk about her experience with growing up in france and also traveling to belgium germany and switzerland and like i said in the first episode it's going to be a different person a different country every single episode and you'll be able to get a different perspective each time i'm really happy as this podcast is going and I really hope you're enjoying it. So please stay tuned into the next episode. Have a nice day.